0: I want to take a moment before we begin today's broadcast, due to the fact that most of us, our friends and families, have lost jobs and income due to this pandemic. We're going to postpone our spring fundraising campaign that was scheduled to be going on at this moment. Like you, we're battening down the hatches to ride out this storm. That doesn't mean that we don't need your support. We do. And we hope that those of you who do support us on a monthly basis can continue, but we certainly understand if you can't. So please feel free to reach us either by email or give us a call if we need to amend your monthly gift. You can call us at 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082. I want to send a special thank you to those of you who are forced to stay in the face of danger. Those of you who are our first responders and healthcare professionals. Thank you for your hard long hours of work that you do. And I want to thank your families who miss you and must be worried about you. We still, though, have a long way to go before this virus runs its course. And I aim to remain with you on this station through this storm and pray that somehow God will provide for us to keep broadcasting. My prayer and hope is that this pandemic will cause us to draw our hearts closer to God. Folks, this storm, this pandemic might be judgment for our sins. And if so, we must fall on our face and repent. But whatever it is that God is trying to accomplish, he is still the giver of mercy and grace. And so let's beg him for it. And I pray that the death angel will pass over your home and over your loved ones and not visit you. I leave you with this verse, Psalms 20, verse 7. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the saints against Islam's assault on North America. Today I want to talk to you about how to have a biblical plan, a biblical guide to financially navigate through this crisis, this pandemic crisis that has brought on a financial crisis in our nation. I want to share with you two thoughts that I believe that will be beneficial and helpful to us as we continue in this uh, in this issue. I mean, uh, let's face it. Here in the United States uh, in the month of March, 6.6 million people filed for unemployment. Many industries have pretty much shut down. Millions of dollars are being lost in the markets as they go up and down. 401ks and retirement plans are being threatened. Many people are battling depression. Sales of alcohol has rocketed. Anxiety is filling many hearts. So I want to share with you as Christians what we should be doing in the days ahead as we navigate through all this. And I, like you, I mean it first when you start seeing, you know, uh, your income nosedive downwards. It's natural for us to react and try to take charge of these things and to uh, react to them. And so I think that what we're going to cover here tonight will be a help to you and to others. The first point that I have for you is this. Don't be hopeless be hopeful don't be filled with fear and fretting and anxiety now what i'm going to say is counterintuitive to our nature because the fact is is that we want to take charge of things so you like me i'm not a good passenger when someone else is driving i'm not a good passenger i would rather be the one with my hands on the wheel I'd rather be the ones with my foot, be the one with my foot on the brake, on the accelerator. I want to be in control. I want to be in charge rather than sitting there and hoping the other person is paying attention to the road and doing their job. I'm not very good that way. But God doesn't want us to have our trust in ourselves. He wants us to put our trust in him passage of Scripture that probably is memorized and loved by many, and I think it's that way because we desire this to be true in our life. Oftentimes it's not, but we want it to be this way. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Now, this is counterintuitive. Our intuition says, no, I want to be in charge. I want to take control of this. Rather than being filled with hopelessness, let's be hopeful because the fact is that God is the one who we can truly trust in a crisis like this. Now, I'm thankful for the medicine. I'm thankful for the doctors. I'm thankful for our government and all the efforts that are being made to try to keep this virus from spreading. But if you do everything you think you can to try to protect yourself, seclude yourself, and wrap all yourself in bubble wrap and disinfect everything and all that kind of stuff there, the fact is you cannot fully protect yourself, but God can. God is the one who can also help you financially and also physically with this, with this crisis. Matthew chapter six, verses 31 through 33, I think is good advice for us. And, and to tell you the truth, honestly, when I started seeing this come and all the financial calamities and things being shut down and donations dropping and, and, and all that stuff there, it was natural for me to be filled with anxiety. It was natural for me to kind of wring my hands for a moment, but that next morning when I knelt in prayer before God, it seemed like God brought me to this in Matthew chapter 6. But let me read verse 31 through 33. Therefore, take no thought. The actual Greek word, meronimo, meaning to don't have anxiety, don't be anxious, don't fret, don't worry. Take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Wherewith shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The Lord reminded me, that yeah we can worry about you know how we're we gonna buy the food, how are we gonna pay the bills and for our uh, shelter and and raiment and all that type of stuff there. This is what the world is worried about. They need are, they only have themselves to trust, but we have someone more to trust. Someone beyond us and someone beyond our calamities that's God the Father. And God says, this is how we're to seek his face. As we seek his face in these things, he tells us, don't be be filled with fear. Don't be filled with hopelessness. Be filled with hope. Seek first the kingdom of God and my righteousness. Do these things. Do my work. Follow in the precepts of, of righteousness. And all these things will be done unto you. I know you need them. I'll look after you. And here's my second big thought. So the first thought for you today is don't be filled with hopelessness. Be filled with hope. The second point is don't be a hoarder. Be a helper. Don't be a hoarder. Be a helper. Don't be the one at the store saying, I got to get it. I got to get it before they get it. No, don't, don't hoard. Don't. What, what is the root of that selfishness? Panic, anxiety, fretting, fearfulness, hopelessness. Hoarding um, is not the solution here. But instead of being a hoarder, be a helper. Luke chapter 6, verse 38, passage that I doubt if there's Hardly ever a missions conference that I've preached at that I haven't somehow made my way to this passage. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men give into your bosom, for with the same measure you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Every time I think of this verse I can't help of help about thinking of this event that happened many years ago. I was in Florida, and I drove uh, by a, a Wendy's, and I ordered a Frosty. And I don't know why, I just I normally don't pay attention, but I was watching the girl as she was pouring the Frosty into my cup, and she was uh, just kind of rotating the cup, filling like a ring of ice cream, there, but not filling the cup, like leaving a hole in the middle of it, and she did a little zip over the top over it there, and then brought it to me there, and (laughs) maybe it was unkind to me, I I, I don't know, but I was kind of like, I kind of felt like I was being, like someone was stealing from me my Frosty, and and so I, I started shaking the frosty there and and tapping it on the on the counter there and that bubble just kind of dropped to the bottom and that big hole uh began to show itself and then i kept shaking it, and it was only half full i gave it back to her i said "Uh, uh now fill that up so she went back and put more in it and it was kind of a bubbled over now i mean it was full and i asked if she'd put a Lid on that. I said, "Don't wipe that off. I'm gonna lick it off." <laughs> now, when 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 I want my cup filled, when I went my when I get a frosty, I want it, you know, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. But that's how God meets, uh, uh, blesses us when we give. He meets us with more than we gave. Give. And see not if I'll give you a good measure back. Press down, shaken together, and running over. We have so many promises in the Bible of God's blessings of giving. So don't be a hoarder. Be a helper. Don't be hopeless. Be hopeful. And I believe that if we begin to apply these two things, we will have peace in our heart. We'll have pleasure in the heart of God, because we have followed his way in this time of crisis. So look for people to help. Instead of just serving yourself, try to find others to help and serve. And I believe God will will bless you for that. And he will begin to fill you with hope if you put first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and God will bless you. Join us again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage.